Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? High noon on a Thursday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. Between the two of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest, you jabronis. But what you should know by now is if you want to get involved with the show, you can get at us on the Twitter.com. That is where we'll take your questions, comments, concerns, and reactions at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. What's up, cousin? How we feeling on this Thursday? First of all, I'm not your cousin. Don't you call me cousin anymore, huh? <laughs> I was feeling a little aggressive this morning. I'm sorry. Oh, I see you that. Know? But other than that, I am well. How about you? Oh, buddy, I cannot complain. We're getting closer and closer to the weekend. Why does it? Why do you say you don't want to complain if something is wrong? You should complain. Nah, I would know, voice no my wants, opinion. Why would you, you keep it to yourself? You don't. No one wants to hear your complaints. But that's an assumption. It's like when I say I can't complain, you're supposed to say good because I don't want to hear it anyways. No, I'm all for you being open about your feelings. If you are sad, Wes, feelings. you can talk to me about this. This is a safe environment, a safe space. I won't use your words and your shortcomings and your trials to you know, win arguments later on in today's show. I would never do such a thing, Wes. You can trust me. <laughs> You know, so, <laughs> most I got feelings. You hurt dang near every last you know, one of them. Yeah, you know, I'm on your team here. So, so say something that's really confidential to me and just, you know, see how the rest of the show goes today. You uh. can trust me, friend. <laughs> no, the most I am. Uh, I'm excited. It's, a, it's honestly a beautiful Thursday here in Pittsburgh, and we're not taking those for granted not uh, at all. as it gets colder and colder and gloomier. And uh, more miserable out there as we truly approach the dead of winter. Uh, we're approaching the weekend, which is always a good time. I'm fired up for the next two nights of sports. Going to the Pens game tonight, Arthur Motes. Nice. Ah, how about that? Nice. And then WVU Pitt tomorrow, backyard brawl. Let's go. And then a weekend of football. So who's winning as that? Always. Who's winning that? Oh, please. Ears by thirty. Ooh. I mean, it ain't even gonna be close. We gonna put it. We gonna put a clinic on them Panthers. Ooh. I mean, y'all ain't the Citadel. You better watch out. We're going to have to charge them for seminar fees for the free mm -hmm. lesson by the time they leave I was going to say, wh where's the game at, by the way, man? It's in Morgantown. Ah, uh, okay, All I had to tell okay, you okay. was it's, it's sold out, and then that would have told you where it was. Ah, you're right. You're right. If you would have said that from the beginning, oh, psh, got it. Easy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm jacked up. We also, Motsi, we've got some new intro music um, that has been cooked up by our buddy Ken that we shall uh, get to on the program today. Our buddy Brian Backo about a half an hour or so from now. Plenty to get to on a Thursday. Arthur Motes will also do a little uh, advanced scouting mm -hmm. of those Detroit Lions with uh, Three Things Thursday. But we start today. It's time to bust out an old favorite, the CCWP meter here on the Steelers Blitz. For you newbies, that stands for calm, concerned, worried, or panicked. We have these conversations from time to time around injuries, around depth concerns, things of that nature. I ask you today, Arthur Motes, with Chase Claypool's status up in the air for this weekend, with his status for the rest of the season maybe seemingly up in the air too, uh, what's your level of 
concern here. Calm, concerned, worried, panicked. Where are you at as it relates to Chase Claypool in this toe injury that has uh, suddenly popped up on the injury report and doesn't seem um, like it's a, a minor issue. Seems like it could be something serious for the wide receiver, and we know the Steelers are already a little depleted in that department. Yeah, um, unfortunately, I would have a little bit more concern, but this team hasn't shown any concern. We haven't seen any movement from the roster just yet in, oh, terms, of, in terms of guys being elevated. No, not even in that sense. Uh, what about Anthony Miller? Mm. Mm. Okay, you know, people like that. That's what I think of. So if the organization isn't displaying any type of concern in terms of feeling like they need to make any movements, if they're good with the group of – you know, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, um, or do I say Ray Ray McLeod first because Ray Ray does tend to get more opportunities from the receiving, you know, room than James Washington. So if we're talking those mm-hmm. three plus Cody White, who was the guy who did get snaps on Sunday, yes. if they're fine with that group, then I'm fine with that group because I'm hoping that that is telling us that they're going to feature the tight ends even more. Hmm. Which Ooh, I would like you, because if we're talking Pat Fryer move, if we're talking Eric Ebron on a return, even Zach Gentry has shown now what he's capable of and he's continuing to grow. If that is going to be their approach, I'm completely fine with it. Now, if that's not the approach and they plan on doing a little bit more of a passing attack to the receivers, well, then, yeah, I'm sure that they're going to need to change their perspective on it. But if they're cool with it, I'm cool with it, baby. But what say you? I You panicking. I'm not panicking, but I like your confidence. <laughs> to me, the question is, all right, it, 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 the, it looks like the arrow's pointed in the right direction for Eric Ebron, mm-hmm. for him to return after, after what, a couple man, it's weeks. It's a revenge game. Is, Come on now. You know what? That's true. I didn't even think about that. It's a revenge that. game. It is a revenge game yeah. for Mr. Ebron. He's going to be ready. <laughs> he will be ready, can man. You, can you do enough with the tight ends? Can you make that enough of a, a Focal point for I mean, this offense. We, we've already seen teams do that in the league before and have. We have, and but we've have we seen, seen the us, Steelers and we've do seen that. us to an extent these we past flirt, couple of weeks. We flirted with it. Yeah, but these past couple of weeks, if we're being real about the success that we're having, it's not because we're implementing a prolific passing attack. No, we take our shots when we can, but we are really focusing on the tight ends and Najee Harris in terms of their approach, and that's what we've talked about. Pat Fryer move and ultimately how his role has continued to expand and grow terms of targets in terms of being more of a focal point especially down in the red zone situational ball so if that's going to continue to happen that is only going to expand now with the potential of chase claypool being out for some time then yeah i'm all for it man i'm cool with it i i am too that's no problem that's no problem that's no problem problem. it's in the nation come on now in the nation in the nation and kevin colbert and mike tomlin i trust me too, but I would like to have Chase Coolpool out there, and even more so than for this Sunday, I'm more I, like his long term availability is a is a little bit of a concern. For me, I was just more surprised at the fact that it was to the point where they even considered it being season ending. Because exactly, exactly. for us when we talk season ending variety, we all are under the thought process of we would see him go down or see him in some type of significant pain for it to be of the season ending variety. Even when Derrick Henry went down, it was still like, okay, we all got to see him. Even though he came back, it's still, we saw you go down. So we know it was something of significance. With Chase, I'm over here like, man, I really can't think of a moment where I saw him go down or, or he limped or he did anything that was out of the ordinary that we haven't seen from Chase right. throughout these first uh, eight weeks of the season thus far. So with that, it's like, man. 
I just I was I was more just caught off guard by that part. But in terms of how they're operating going forward, and understandably so, this is a short week for them as well. Remember, they played on Monday night. You lose two days when you play on Monday, baby. So with that, if they're not having any urgency to go out here and bring in somebody new, then hey, I'm confident in it. But best of the nation, the nation. Did you see, by the way, career interceptions now? Mm-hmm. Jamal Adams, best in the nation. Yeah. Two. Mm-hmm. Cam Hayward. Two. Two. Mm-hmm. I tell you But at what. least Cam is still playing right yeah, now. Cam's a, Cam's a now, ball hawk, they brought I tell up, you. They, they, every time they bring up Ryan Shea's ears, that's the one for me. Oh. Think about last time Shea played, he still has more career interceptions than him. <laughs> and he wasn't a defensive back either. <laughs> right. That's that's the one where he's like, bro, that's, that's bad. So what you're saying is Ryan Shea's ear. Yeah. Best in the nation. In the nation. <laughs> Motes, I, I think you're right. I hope you're right. I'm cautiously optimistic. I just You know I wanna you know I wanna deceive you, baby. To, to to lose both Juju and Claypool for the rest of the season would be a Juju Watt been a, hating, man. A, what you talking about, baby? We good. A significant blow <laughs> for this offense right when it feels like they're starting to figure it out. This is true, but when we really talk about Chase's impact as well in terms of the statistical element. Is not as if now that's true. He hasn't been, been lighting, lighting on fire this I year. I mean, good games for him thus far have been five catches for forty yards. Correct. So in terms of the productivity, that's not really taking a hit. Now, obviously, his presence can change things just because of how you know big and explosive of an athlete he is. But as a whole, it's not necessarily the end of the world with him being out because I do think that James Washington can give you four catches for forty-five yards. I mean, he, he had the one catch for forty-two yards. Mm-hmm. Might have been a little bit more meat on that bone, but that's for another day. So either way, I feel good. I feel good. I don't know if I feel good, but um, on the CCWP meter, I'm between calm and concerned. I'm not quite concerned yet. I'm sitting on the fence between calm and concerned. And what sways you one way or the other, though? (laughs) How everything looks on Sunday. Hey, you know, James Washington say, can man, make some plays. If Aaron you know, Ebron can make some plays. I feel if Pat Fryermuth keeps killing it, I'm we'll not right. concerned at all as long as they look good on Sunday. As long as they look good on Sunday, If I'm they look chill. good on Sunday, man, it's no problem at all. It's no problem. <sighs> that is pretty funny, though, bro. <laughs> you like that? Hey, it just went on Sunday. As I'm long cool. as they went on Sunday, man, I am fine. You ready for this, too? Everyone knows the the Jamal Adams Cam Hayward thing that I just yeah you know though Arthur Motes I used you know a lot of times now we're Indiana Jones we shoot from the hip on this show mm-hmm. but you know I used to stay up all night do all the research have all the notes all the statistics all then the you opinions, just started slacking huh right can I don't can I say this and and not just be labeled a big mush a big jinx here hmm do you want to guess the last time the Detroit Lions won a football game in Pittsburgh. Just take a guess. Take a game. No, I remember it was the snow game. A.B. and Calvin Johnson. Eh. No? Nope. Okay, well, I don't know that. The Steelers won that game. Oh, I'm mixing that up with the Dolphins game. Dolphins was when A.B. stepped out of bounds. Correct. Snow game, yep. 1955 was the last time the Detroit Lions won in Pittsburgh. Okay, okay. Chuck Dole wasn't even the coach yet then. Okay, okay. I mean, the Steelers weren't even the best of the with I like six, it. With six Super Bowls. I like it. 1955 was the last time the Detroit Lions won in Pittsburgh. So maybe my standard should be a little bit higher than just go out and win on Sunday, but mm-hmm. just go out and win on Sunday. Uh, 
Julie says we saw the uh, the Claypool injury with his toe in front of us. He was limping off in the second half. You know, good news. MRI was negative. I, I'll I'll take I'll take comfort in that as well too. Good. I'll take comfort in that as well too. Good. We're always looking for something to comfort us. You, <laughs> who wants to comfort us? You know, we'll us? take your tweets. We got plenty more to get to as we uh, as we roll along here today, Thursday, November eleventh. One thing that I meant to say at the top of the show, mm-hmm. Arthur Boats, a happy Veterans Day. Thank you. I was about to say, you know, of course, you know, today it's not a regular day. A lot of, lot okay. of things happening as always. I want, I, I just saw my notes here. I normally don't start looking at my notes until about the end of the first segment because we're just, you know, we're running on energy and 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 hot topics. You know, we're like a store at the mall, uh, right next to Spencer's to start the show here. Uh, but I did obviously want to make sure to say a big thank you um, to all of our veterans, all those who have served and have served, and I wish you all could see. The salute to service hat that Arthur Motes has on right now. Oh, you got to show love, man. Pops Marine, man. So always going to have a soft spot in my heart for all the servicemen and women out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Um, and, and we know we are fortunate to have uh, enough to have some of you out there uh, amongst our listeners. So if you're listening live now, if you catch this on the replay, on the podcast, wherever, uh, our sincere thanks to you uh, for everything you do uh, for this country and, by extension, for, for all of us, certainly. Motes, one thing that we always do on a Thursday is a little three things Thursday. It's Mm -hmm. how we start to scout the Steelers' upcoming opponent. Of course, the Detroit Lions on deck about 48, nope, sorry, 72 hours. Let's not jump the gun here, Euler, from uh, from now at Heinz Field, just a few miles, just about a mile or so away from where Moats and I sit right now. Three things we like, three things we don't like. Arthur Moats, I'll tee you up. Slam dunk, alley-oop, going first. Where are we going? Let's go back and forth, though, actually. Okay. Yeah, I instead like of, it. like, me just going one, two, three. Like, I'll go one, you go one, I'll go one. You know what I'm saying? Let's, Let's do it that it. way, man. You want to start with the positive, or you want to go Chief Keef, bang, bang, don't nah, look? Nah, man, we'll do uh, the positive. You said we're starting with the Steelers. Is correct? Ooh. We'll start with the Steelers? Let's do I it. I know that's something we had talked about off the air. I didn't, I didn't know how Let's you want to start it. this. Yeah, so we had a couple of you. Um, yeah. I know Thrash did. I think maybe Annie as well tweeted mm-hmm. us and said, hey, you know, this was yesterday, said yeah. for tomorrow, three things Thursday, why don't you guys throw the Steelers in there? You know, we we like how you talk about the opponents, but why don't you kind of do the same with the Steelers? Let's do that, Motsi. Yeah, let's I do it then, it. man. Um, you want to go like? For, let's go like first. Let's yeah, go so positivity first. First thing I like, obviously, is the uh, the guys up front. Um, we talk about T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward. The reason I put them together is because otherwise – I'm just going to be like, oh, well, number one is TJ, number two is Cam, <laughs> and we're going to go that route. And shout out to the fact, speaking of Cam, Cam Newton did just agree to a deal with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Wow, all right, I'd like to see it. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of in, in terms of those two guys, man, TJ Watt and Cam Hayward, I think them two together is just intimidating at times. And at times we've seen them both be dominant. I mean, to the point where you can't run. You know, you can't even drop back because of just the amount of pressure they're able to create, the playmaking that they both produce at, not just as pass rushers, but as run defenders as well. I think that's something that gets lost when we speak on those two guys because it's not a quote-unquote glamorous stat. Right. People like sacks because it's easy to comprehend. It's kind of like touchdowns for wide receivers. Whereas when you start talking about the intangibles and other things, not everybody is as nuanced in understanding of sure, that. But when sure. you talk about Cam, when you talk about TJ, those are two things, elements of their game that you definitely have to bring up because they are dominant in that aspect as well. So for me, those two guys on that D, you know, in that front seven, yeah, I like that a lot. I see you're looking at my notes once again. Mm-mm-mm. I can't look at your nose. You, you dropped this on when I walked in the door. So uh, first, first for me, <laughs> for the Steelers, like Motes and I are like uh, – I walked in the door. He said, hey, look, man. I know we usually do this. I know you probably prepared for this. 
are we doing this today? Yeah, we're said, like oh. the two. We're like the two buddies in homeroom. Yeah. Who are like, all right, here's what I got for homework. Just, just con- yeah. make, make it look different so that they can't tell that we copied like, oh, each other. Okay, interesting. Let's ride here. Copy it, but but make it look different. <laughs> Moats number one for me. I we've been begging for it for weeks. For weeks, they're finally attacking the middle of the defense mm-hmm. on offense. Uh, up through what felt like that Green Bay game, right? So the first four weeks of the season, about the first quarter of the season, every if you looked at their charts, right, any passes that they were throwing downfield were all outside of the boundaries, yeah, all outside of the hash marks. And we were just begging, you got to attack the middle of the field. Use Eric Ebron. Use Pat Fryermuth. Get him involved. Attack the middle of the field. Something changed in there around the Broncos game. Uh, maybe it's just that they got more comfortable with Pat Fryermuth and were finally ready to give him a bigger role and more opportunity. Uh, maybe it was something systematically that they saw as well, too. Whatever it is, they are finally attacking the middle of defenses when the Steelers are on offense. I think that has opened up a lot of things elsewhere. I think you've seen Deontay Johnson make some bigger plays on the outside because some additional space afforded to him because of this. I really like about the Steelers right now, number one, they are finally attacking the middle of opposition defenses. Yeah, for me, man, my second thing is they use Pat Fryer move more. He's a guy that we saw in training camp that we felt should have been one of the focal points of this offense. Yep. And even now that they are utilizing him more, I still don't feel like they use him enough (laughs) just because of how dynamic of a player he truly is and what he's able to bring not just as a receiver but also – and run blocking on the perimeter as well. I just think that, man, them using him more, them understanding what they have in him, the more they do that, the better this offense will look because it doesn't just benefit seven in terms of it being shorter throws, but it also benefits the offensive line because they're not having to protect as long for some of these longer developing routes. We were talking about trying to go downfield to your wide receivers. So the fact that they're utilizing Pat Frymuth a lot more is my second thing. My second thing, it plays into the the conversation about attacking the middle of the defense and another conversation that Moats and I have been having since, you know, what feels about late September, early October. Number two for me is they they have finally carved out an identity on offense. I, you know, we, I don't want to say that we were being a little facetious, but Moats and I, you know, we, we discussed a lot of the conversation around um, Steelers HQ about this offense and how anytime they were asked about an identity, it was always a non-answer answer. Mm-hmm. It was, ah, well, we're getting better. Ah, well, we're going to figure this thing out. Ah, well, well, there's no quit in this locker room. We're all working really hard. And those things were great to hear, but those are mentalities. Those are beliefs. Those aren't identities. The Steelers didn't have one on offense. Talking about shooting from the hip, they were, I don't even think, shooting from the hip (laughs) they were shooting from the ankle or something the first couple weeks of the season but it has slowly started to come together I think Matt Canada and Ben Roethlisberger had to get on the same wavelength with each other meet in the middle what Matt Canada wants to do what Ben can do well the offensive line young a lot of new parts four rookies on this offense in total needed time to cut their teeth to come together uh Najee Harris getting more and more responsibility Pat Fryermuth getting more and more responsibility all these things have come together they've carved out an identity on offense they needed some time to do that I think it was unrealistic for us to act like this thing was going to be the Sistine Chapel week one or week two it took some time a lot of rookies a lot of moving parts new offensive forward thinking offensive coordinator who wants to do new things schematically Motes it took some time and it was frustrating But our Pittsburgh Steelers have finally carved out an identity on offense. And boy, if I dare say so myself, 
They're even kind of fun to watch now at this point, especially when the young rookies get involved. I like it. I like it. So for me, man, my third and final thing that I do like about this Pittsburgh Steelers team, Chris Boswell. I love it. Come on, baby. Give my special teams guys some love, man. You talk about a guy, first off, having a historic season, right? He's hit a 56-yard, a longest kick in uh, Hinesville history. He's hit 250-yarders, 250-plus yarders in the same game. First time that's ever been done in Hinesville history. I mean, you talk about his consistency. You talk about a guy that's made the most of his opportunity since coming to Pittsburgh. Chris Boswell screams that. He is the poster child for that. Absolutely. So for me, man, I have to give him that credit right there because – I mean, you see him. He's getting us out of stadiums. As much as we talk about the offense improving, if Boz doesn't hit 250-plus yard field goals, we don't get out of that stadium uh, on Monday night, man. So for me, man, definitely got to shout out a dog, Boz. Yeah, that's a really good one. I mean, that's a really good one. I mean, it's Boz, the wizard. I, uh, I cannot disagree with that. He deserves a shout-out, all the love. But you ain't have on your list, though. I don't. Wow. Just when you... He was number four for me. He was oh, I'm, also, sure, I'm sure he was number four. He was four. also receiving votes. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Uh, my third and final one was was where Modes started. Uh, Thunder and Lightning on defense, if we dare say so. 97 and 90. I mean, these two guys are a joy to watch. They are both tougher. Top five, top five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Defensive mm-hmm. players in the NFL right now, if you ask for my uh, black and gold tinted opinion, of course. Uh, Cameron Hayward... And Trent Jordan Watt, they – I don't think it's an exaggeration to say they've won the Steelers' games at this point. I mean, those two were the best football players on the field Sunday night against mm-hmm. Seattle easily. That's that's just one game. There's more examples to get to. Um, they were both fantastic against Buffalo. They were mm-hmm. both very good uh, against Chicago on Monday night. Like I said, they are two of the finest uh, NFL players in the league right now point-blank period, certainly on defense, absolutely at their positions. In fact, I would argue nobody's doing it better at their two positions right now than number 97 and number 90. It is a joy to watch those two go out on Sunday. My goodness, do they take this defense to another level. Exactly, uh, I mean, th- this is this is a good defense, but when they're playing like a great defense, it's because those two are just going off. I Man, if if we can just get what I what I really wish for my my second half of the season wish for the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's kind of two headed, right? Is to get Stephon to it back, and to just get a little bit better of a performance from fifty five and ninety three from Devin Bush and Joe Schobert. If they can get to it back, man, and Bush and Schobert, don't, don't tease me with a good time like a that, li- man. Like, I'm Stop not teasing me with a good level. time, man. No, you teasing me now. Give me you to teasing it back. me. I don't like to get teased on Thursdays, only and on Saturdays. Those two no, take a man. Half step forward, and this defense would be humming. Man, listen, you sound, man, you about to put me in football euphoria if that happens. Lord have mercy, man. I'm trying to be dignified in here today. It's Veterans Day. Can we can we show a little dignity, please? <laughs> man, you talk about all that though. Them two dudes in terms of the inside linebackers, if they get their thing together. And you talk about Tua coming back, dude. That's what I want. That that man would get scary. That it would be scary. Then all of a sudden you would have a defense that scary, man, scary. scary, really scary, really scary. Yes. One that that we haven't maybe seen one that could do things that that defense could do. Because man, they might even be better than 2019, where those guys were just leading Bro. the way every single Sunday. Like just just think about what you're saying, man. Yeah. Why you 
don't tease me with a good time, that's, man. That's where I'm, I'm at. I'm vulnerable today, okay? That's, that's where I'm at. I'm vulnerable today. Don't that's tease where, me with a good time. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Just when you think you know a guy, man, jeez. We got a few more minutes here, Mozi. You want to give uh, some of our don't likes for the Steelers uh, before Bang. we go to Bang. before we go to break? Okay, so you want me to go Chief Keith on him? All right. Bang, I was trying to be nice, ah. trying to keep it all butterflies and rainbows. Ah. But he want to come in here and play horrible today. Listen. No, no, it's on you because you presented you know, you it to gotta me. Be, you got to nope. be honest. Mm-mm, no, you don't. You got to be no, you don't. You, 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 said, you said it yourself. You said that that's what people do. You seek comfort. So why can't we seek comfort and just act like we don't – it's nothing that we don't like about this team. We love everything about them. Mm-hmm. That can't be the case. I don't think if you're being realistic with yourself, you know. But we're not supposed to be realistic. You said that. You told me that's what the whole fan thing is. Even, even last year when the Steelers were 11-0, yeah, we, still what you had told some, me. we still had some gripes. No, you said everything is perfect. Everything will be all right. I mean, everything will be all right. You said don't worry about it. I don't worry. Don't worry. That's what you start singing to me. About a ting. Mm-hmm. Because every little ting. Like that little. Going to be all right. He was like the little singing uh, fish on the wall. I rise up this yeah. morning. But anywho, I smile with the rising sun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tree little dislikes. Mm-hmm. Sit by my doorstep. Is that your Jamaican ask- accent? Is that what that is? Singing sweet songs. <laughs> Here we go, song pure and true. This is my message to you. Ooh-ooh. That is a unique, a very it's not unique. Very good. Uh, it's not it's, my British accent. Man, right. I, 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 yeah, I was over here like, yo, I don't know where it's, he's from it's, right now. It's not my British accent. We kind of like all over the place though. I tell you what, wifey and I watched Cruella last night. Oh, so the British accent was on one. Oh, absolutely. Come on, man, it's a classic too. Are the most? Give me the first thing that you dislike about would this. Like uh, to see the Steelers team? improve upon. Well, first off, the O line play. Um, okay, I think they got to be more consistent. Have they improved? Absolutely. But there is still a ton more room for them to grow, not just as a unit, but as individuals as well. I mean, even when we talk about some of the bad play, we're not saying that all five of these guys have played bad this season because that's not the case. But as a unit, they haven't been the best. But as individuals, that's the other part of this thing. Individually, some of these guys definitely need to pick up their game and be more consistent across the board. I understand some players are young and some players are learning new positions, but either way, you're in week nine. The whole you're a young kid anymore, that goes out the window, man. You mm-hmm. didn't started nine, eight games in the league right now. Correct. Like, a lot of people can't do that. It's time to, it's yeah. time to start seeing that progression. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So that's kind of my, that's my first gripe. I like it. Motsi, for me, you know what? I'll stay on the offensive side of the football then with you here. Lack of chunk plays. Mm. Uh, for all the good. And, and and rightfully so that we've said about the offense it they ain't are chunky enough. They are <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a, are you laughing, man? They're not chunky enough, bro. There's a Bruno Mars joke in you know there somewhere. Saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> they are not chunky enough. They're not Campbell's chunky soup. They gotta they, get. They gotta get. Thick. They need Donovan McNabb and his mother out there oh, thicking up a little bit with McNabb. the, with I the, cham- about with that the Campbell's chunky. While they are start, while they've started to carve out an identity, while they are finally attacking the middle of the defense, and while I think we have seen a little bit more, a little bit more splash with just Deontay, a bit. just a little bit, still not enough. In the National Football League, you need chunk plays, just point blank. Period. I think for this Steelers D, or for the Steelers D, for the Steelers offense, it, it's time to start seeing more of that. Now that you've got the run game established, at least to a respectful point, right, yeah. where where teams aren't just 
begging you to throw deep anymore and, and aren't backing everything up. There's respect for Najee in the run game now. There's the ability to to, to hit teams, dice teams across the middle with Pat Fryermuth now. Uh, one thing that still needs to be there, lack of chunk plays. I, I need to see more of that from the offense. I like that. And then I think we will we'll really – We'll, get chunky, chunky. We'll be cooking with fire. We'll get chunky. Dude. We'll get real chunky. Dude. Now, thick. Thick with two C's. Mm-hmm. Got to get to our buddy Brian Backo. So we're going to take a break here. We'll talk to the Batman on the other side, and then we'll continue. We'll finish out our Steelers dislikes. We'll uh, get to the Lions, gives our like, give our likes and our dislikes uh, with Detroit as well, too, as we do a little advanced scouting of the Lions. Brian Backo on the other side. You know where to get at us. If you want to get involved, give us your likes and your dislikes. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. <laughs> 